You need to decide what's important to you and then forget about the rest. That's my whole vibe. I know what's important to me and then everything else I just don't give a shit about. Or I delegate to somebody who will give more of a shit than me um, because you can't hold it all. You cannot hold it all. I'm your host, Sarah Boss, and welcome to Attainable Podcast. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Attainable Podcast. Welcome back if you are a frequent listener or if you've been here before. Welcome if you haven't been here before. Hello, new friends. If you are uh, watching on Spotify, you're getting quite the image here. Um, for those of you who are new, we do have a video podcast. It is only on Spotify, though. Everybody says, oh my gosh, Sarah, do you put your podcast on YouTube? Wow. See, that would be so easy to do. Um, and no, I don't. Purely because like, it, I I wish I could say it's anything other than laziness. Honestly, I'm a one, one woman show. Okay. And we're bringing on help. All right. But this podcast brings in zero Dolores. Um, Dolores. I think I just said Dolores instead of Dolores. I really should not try and speak other languages when I can't. That's another thing on my to-do list. Um, anyways, zero monies zero monies. The po- this podcast brings in zero monies. So, um, you know, it's a slow going, but I am, I, I think I'm going to go ahead and bring on help because this should just be better for you guys. Honestly, a big part of it is promotion, hence the putting it on YouTube. But anyway, we do have a video podcast. It is only on Spotify though. Um, and so if you are watching on Spotify, then you're seeing quite the image here. Um, everything on my face is Florence by Mills. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown's line. I literally just opened my drawer. Um, their, I guess, like PR agency sent me a bunch of things. So, and I was like, you know what? Um, I could probably use some help. So I have the zit stickers on. I have the under eye patches, which are whales. That's adorable. Everything she does is quite cute. Um, it feels effective. I don't know how effective it is, but it, it's very cute. And then I have their like peel mask. That's like a shiny purple. Everything's purple. Really love it. We're having a spa and recording night. Um, so that's kind of the mood. And if you have not stayed in bed all day watching Vampire Diaries with skincare on in a while, highly suggest it. Highly suggest it. Sometimes I wonder if those days make me feel worse rather rather than better. Um, but in the moment, it makes me feel pretty good. We also got Mexican tonight. So all, all in all, it's been a really great day. Uh, today, I'm going to be sharing 10 things that you should know about planning a wedding. Now, here's the thing. If you're not planning a wedding, it doesn't matter. Why? Because this could be useful for your friends if you're not planning on getting married. Um, this could be useful for the future if you are planning on getting married. Or it could be useful because we are, you know, we're pals and uh, you support the podcast. And this is uh, nice for entertainment. Um, so I'm happy to have you here. I think these tips are pretty good. Honestly, from we are um, a little under two months away from the wedding. Um, if you are new here, I am getting married September 24th. Very excited. We're getting married in Charleston, South Carolina. I'm not going to tell you where because then everybody could run and find it. Um, and then show up. And I just, I don't, I didn't, I only pay the caterer for a certain amount of meals and I only have a certain amount of chairs. So um, but this has been a, a wild ride. I actually, here's the thing. I was determined not to be a bridezilla and I can confidently say I've not been a bridezilla. I think I've cried once out of stress for planning and I think that's pretty good. And honestly, it was more of a period thing than actual stress. Like nothing was wrong. 
nothing was going wrong. Um, and of my whole vibe of this whole entire kind of shindig, this planning process. Actually, I'm going to stop it right there because that whole, actually, no, we'll start. Um, so I'm going to share 10 things. What I was about to say, uh, my whole vibe is is rule number one or thing number one that you should know. Um, so we'll go ahead and dive right into it. Thing number one that you should know is you need to decide what's important to you and then forget about the rest. That's my whole vibe. I know what's important to me and then everything else I just don't give a shit about. Or I delegate to somebody who will give more of a shit than me um, because you can't hold it all. You cannot hold it all. And so I was like, okay on that day. And those are also the first things that I took care of or the things that are most important. So there's the standard stuff. I need a date. I need a place, you know, get that stuff taken care of. But then personally for my wedding, our wedding, our wedding, um, what's important to me slash us. And like one thing that was really important to me is the DJ. The DJ was super important to me because, um, and we'll get to this little thing in a second, but I want the reception to be top tier um in the schedule that me and my mom has have discussed we've got okay we'll have the ceremony you know we'll have dinner um in some sort of order like this not really sure we'll do first dances we'll cut the cake and then after that it's hose out that was my mom's words it's hose out after that it we are now at a club we are now at a nightclub in ibiza we it is a party i adore people I adore my people and there's going to obviously be all of our people there and I adore adore hosting a party. So this is going to be like the best party of my life and I love dancing and I realized that the DJ is going to set the tone for the reception. So that was super important to me. Now, things that aren't important to me, where somebody sits their ass. If you saw my um TikTok that I recorded last week, um you'll see that I recorded um or I talked a little bit about things that I just don't care about. A seating chart. Your adults sit somewhere, sit your ass somewhere. I really don't understand. And now I t- I guess I understand the argument for having a seating chart, but at the same time I'm just like I don't know, not really my thing. You you can sit your butt somewhere, you know, we'll have plenty of tables and chairs. You just kind of figure it out sort of thing. Um so just not something I care about. With everything, decide what you care about and decide what you don't. And this brings us to rule number two, or thing number two. There aren't really rules, um, but thing number two to keep in mind. You will get decision fatigue. Deciding what you find important, that's going to help with that. But no matter how you slice it, you're going to get decision fatigue. I am at this this point now, and I've been at this point for like several months where I'm like, oh, if somebody asks me one more question, I will light my dress on fire. And it just, it gets to be a lot delegation is your friend delegation is your friend the things that are not like you don't feel that i need you need to hold close give them to somebody else that may be a vendor that may be a bridesmaid that might be a family member that might be your partner whoever you know you typically in these situations one partner tends to be uh leading the charge in the wedding that's definitely me um i try to include i do include joseph in decisions and everything but it's definitely been a me let ever not for any reason other than I'm that I have decided to do that and I bulldoze things um not that he isn't willing to help but one thing that I was like I you know not super concerned about was the rehearsal dinner um like the food I was like we can keep it casual it's in my parents backyard that's fine I gave that to Joseph like you find food 
you go for it. Um, another thing that I really needed to de delegate was florals. Now that's a little bit harder. Here's actually, I did not write this down as a rule, but this was one of the smartest things I ever did. I was stressed about florals. I was mostly because I did not know like what I wanted. I was like, I care about florals because I care and I wanted to be pretty, but I couldn't tell you what I wanted. I don't have a vision. Um, I have a, a, a pretty mediocre Pinterest board um, and that's it. And I kind of, I was like, I just don't care. And so I was searching, searching, and oh, I found all these florists and all of them were like minimum of 3,500, minimum of 4,000. I was like, that's not, we don't need all that. We do not need $4,000 worth of florals. But I was like, okay. And, and the thing is, I searched for months. I don't know why I didn't do this like in the first place. Finally, I got to a point where I said, you know what? And I went on Facebook and go find whatever wedding Facebook groups are for your area saves your life, saves your life, whether you're, you use it for vendors or opinions or they, you know, people resell stuff. Literally, it's great. Highly recommend join a couple of them. So I went on to one of mine and I said, yo, listen, I got $2,000 and um, that's, you know, that's my budget. I need a florist who can kind of take it and run. Um, I have a general vision, but um, not much. And I just don't want to deal with this. And I found this sweet, sweet woman named Lindsay who commented and said, hey, I can do that. Let's get on the phone. Got on the phone with her. I She asked me a couple questions. I shared a couple of my mediocre Pinterest board pins and was like, this is kind of what I'm thinking. And she was like, awesome. I can totally do that. Let's run. She had a proposal ready for me. She sent me like her vision board and I was like, that's perfect. And I'm just kind of letting her take it. I'm like, I don't care. You run. I trust you. You know, find somebody you can trust. Um, but I was like, I, I just, I don't, I care about florals, but not enough to actually bother making a, a vision or giving you plans. I don't, I don't know if I need aisle markers or, you know, table decor. Like I was like, uh, it just, those little things couldn't handle it. Like those are tiny de details that I do not want to deal with. Here's the money you run. And I found somebody who could do money and run. And honestly, that's because I went to Facebook. When in doubt, just go to your Facebook group go to your Facebook group. It will send you, save you a ton of money. So some of that, you know, the vendor finding, I delegated to a Facebook group, you know, um, when I, you know, needed help with other things that went to a bridesmaid, that went to a family member, that went to Joseph, that went to my mom, like whatever. Delegation is your friend. You will get tired of making decisions, I promise. The decisions that matter and that you do care about hold close or be, you know, in close contact with the person who's taking that, uh, like, process over. But, realize like what you really don't need and you can just kind of hand to somebody that you trust all right number three your bridesmaids and your groomsmen matter they really do um you know every wedding is different but if you're going to have people in your bridal party like they're gonna have to do some lifting you know there's there's some effort there um you need people who especially you know we're pretty lax with ours. Our groomsmen, we just said, bring a black suit. My bridesmaids, I gave them a color palette and said, hey, floor length, you know, relatively formal, go find a dress you love, have fun. Um, like, we're pretty lax in that area, especially if you are um, more of a hands-on um, bride or groom or you have more of a strict vision or something like that. There's, there's just more involvement. Like, you need people who will show up who you can trust, who will follow directions, um, and especially your, like, uh, maid of honors, your best men, like, those type of people. You need people who can lead the way. Now, I know that sometimes um, the people who in your heart is, like, your maid of honor and your best man is not the 
best at like planning or coordinating or anything like that and you can't really help that if that's the situation then have somebody else who you know is designated for that planning process if your maid of honor is not a planner then make sure that bachelorette is like given to somebody else to plan um if you know people are in your circle then they're going to be more than willing to help you and celebrate you and like that's what you're you know they're there for they're your friends they're your family whatever um but also recognize where strengths are um and that you know it's it sounds very like shallow I think you know it's not you don't want to think of this as like a job but it is a job you know and when I've been a bridesmaid or a maid of honor or anything like that like it's something you kind of have to step up to the plate for and that you'll do for your friends um so you know, make sure that the people in your party are somebody, people that are willing to do that. Um, and then if, you know, you have a non-planner, like that's totally fine. I've thankfully pretty much everybody in my bridal party is a planner in some way, shape or form. So they, I think they kind of tag teamed. Um, but I've seen other parties where they have, you know, the one bridesmaids who is a planner and maybe the maid of honor is really not. And so the maid of honor kind of takes more of a supportive role, whatever that may look like, but realize like it does matter, especially because like attitudes matter. And, um, you know, you want people that are going to be there to support you, not only to support you on that day, but also support you in a way of being a kind, I guess, kind of team player. If you have other people in your bridal party that they don't know each other, um, you know, you don't want anybody feeling left out or um, not being welcome because somebody else is not um, welcoming. So just keep that in mind. Um, you know, I think bridal parties are getting kind of like crazy. Um, but definitely, um, if you're like, hey, you know, I'm worried because my man or best man or my maid of honor, man of honor, you know, best woman, whatever not the greatest planner should I be worried about that I would say yes not worried to like oh kick him out but worried as in have a plan like have somebody there who's like oh yeah no I got it I can take the bachelor bachelorette party I can take the bridal shower or um you know wedding shower whatever kind of thing over anyway number four you can do whatever you want I'm gonna keep this short and sweet because you literally can do whatever you want if there's a question of is this too weird is this too much no, it doesn't matter. You can do whatever you want. There's people who have had Star Trek weddings. It's a really good thing to keep in your back pocket if you're a little worried about um, doing whatever you want. Um, you can literally do whatever you want. Now, this brings us to number five. Do, don't take money if you don't want their opinion. Because you can do whatever you want, but if somebody else has monetary stake in that, then they also have an opinion there. Um, do not take money from people that you do not want their opinion um people will give their opinion but when you take money then they have an actual say you know what I mean um be weary about that now of course you can't always help that um you know if we've got family who really want to chip in or you know that might be your parents and you can't really afford like there is exceptions to all this you know if, if but if you have the choice and if you are fortunate enough to have the choice and it's somebody that you do not want them to have a monetary opinion, then keep, don't, don't give in. Don't give in to the temptation. Just leave it be. Um, next, number six, pick your battles. With your family who, or, or anybody who is in your life that does have a stake 
in the decision-making process, pick your battles. I realized that there were some things that I was like, eh, like kind of fighting or um, resistant to that in the end, I actually didn't care about. Like, it really didn't matter. Um, you know, if um, mom wanted a really like formal way, thankfully, like both um, my mom and Joseph's mom, who've been the main people helping me plan, very chill and very like you get to do whatever you want which I'm super fortunate for that but like of course they have their preferences um sometimes and like um when we were first doing the invitations we ended up doing something really casual but when we were first looking at the invitations mom really wanted a very formal style invitation and especially formal wording um and so I was like oh I really don't care if we how we word this as long as people know that they are coming so that's it was like pick your battles um Again, uh, the groomsmen like suits. Joseph and I were going back for it. Oh, we got to go to men's warehouse. We got to find a suit. Like, oh, oh, you know, want to make sure it's affordable, whatever. And then we looked at each other. We we're like, mm, a black suit is a black suit. That's a battle we chose not to fight. We we're like, yeah, you know what? Bring a black suit. Keep it only black, no patterns. But um, a black suit is a black suit. So if you have one, please bring it. That's great. Don't spend the money. I don't care. Pick your battles. Uh, again, this goes back to number one. You decide what's important to you and what's not and find out what battles are worth fighting and what aren't. This is a lot about conserving energy, to be honest. Number seven, I talked about this a little bit. Your DJ makes or breaks your reception. If you're using a DJ or an MC or a band, whatever, understand that whoever is that person, um, that's like the ringleader of the reception. They kind of are in charge of um, you know, corralling people through the schedule. Um, they are setting the mood for the dance floor. Um, they are really sort of the the um, hands-on party host for that reception. Uh, and so choose wisely. Your DJ, if you're doing a DJ, it is not just a playlist. Um, and if you want to save money and do a playlist, that's fine. But also understand you need somebody who's going to be sort of running that show whether you're doing a playlist and then having that be your day of coordinator or something like that, you need somebody to be running the show. Also, I'm adding onto this, you need a day of coordinator. This is coming from somebody who's been to weddings and also somebody who has acted as a coordinator. Both Joseph and I have acted as a coordinator. He was asked to be a coordinator and then we kind of got sucked into being a coordinator to one wedding, which is super fun. Um, but you don't know you need it till the day of. And it serves a couple of purposes. One, you don't want to be the person that people are asking questions to. Um, again, that goes into minor details that literally no one, sh you should be completely off limits that day. So should your mom or your aunt or your dad or your uncle or your family or your grandpa or like whoever is, you know, a major sort of role in the wedding, maybe has helped you plan or whatever they should also not be bothered. Um, they should enjoy that day as well. You need somebody who's there to have the vendors ask questions to, handle the tips, um, direct people on where to go as far as where they need to set up, all that type of stuff. If there's a problem, they can solve it so you will never know. And somebody to coordinate teardown. Don't forget that, yeah, you got to clean all that shit up at the end of the day and you want to go off into the sunset with your new partner. Like, you don't want to deal with that. Um, so, 
those two people, very important, your DJ or whoever's sort of running your reception and uh, your day of coordinator. Um, if you cannot pay for one, find an organized friend. We were that organized friend for others. Um, you just honestly need somebody, somebody who can sort of run run a circus. That's who you go to. Number eight, when picking your dress, think, think dream, but also think practic practically, okay? Um, we, I adore my dress. I adore my dress. It is gorgeous. Um, something that I'm realizing is sort of a, a, not problem, but sort of something that I'm navigating right now is realizing that in my particular dress, I cannot sit physically cannot sit. Um, it's not it, like when I say I can't sit, it's like, Oh, I can't, sit. it's no, 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 no. I, I physically and am, am unable to sit. It's also uh, you know, wedding dresses are kind of big. And I, so I'm going to practice my dad dancing because just when I like have a sort of like soft choreographed dance um, and there's like times where he's behind me or I need to spin and I'm like, can I spin? I really don't know. They don't make these dresses, um, you know, to play sports in. So think practically uh, for me, you know, the conversations in my head is that, okay, am I going to be changing into my reception dress a little bit um, sooner than I think? Uh, in order to be able to sit down the dress like dancing I'm a little less worried about I'll practice dancing we'll see how it goes if it's impossible we'll work it out it's honestly sitting to eat that I'm like weird I can't sit in a chair so how am I supposed to enjoy my dinner we'll figure that out but just keep that in mind I'm not saying get, don't get your dream dress I'm saying get your dream dress but also understand that maybe you want another dress to sort of change into to sit at dinner do your dancing all that kind of stuff I already plan to have a second reception dress um so we'll just see if I'll actually have a third for dinner just kidding um uh, I say I'm just kidding but I might not be kidding we'll see anyway um again you can do whatever you want change it to six dresses what do I care uh number nine we are running through this. I'm very excited. Google Sheets. Google Sheets are your friend. Okay. Addresses, your timeline, vendor payments, everything. Google Sheets is your friend. Share it with your vendors. Share it with the people who are helping you plan. Your friend is Google Sheets. You want to keep track of all of your payments for your vendors and all of their payment plans. That's where you can get all like put all of your guest addresses in you can track who you sent a save to date a save the date to who you've sent an invite to who is on your maybe list that you can maybe sub in um because somebody said no who you know all that kind of stuff google sheets is your friend this is point blank very short one um number 10 last one best one okay once you get to the day of let it all go. Once you get to the day of, don't give a shit about anything. This is obviously I haven't gotten to the day of, but this is some advice that I got from my aunt. Um, it's really stuck with me and I'm going to take it the day of and really put it to my heart because once you get there, like there's nothing you can do. Okay. Things go wrong, whatever. You just literally have to be whatever. This is also why you have a coordinator. This is why you have a team. This is why you have vendors that you pay because they are in charge of solving those problems. You are not in charge of solving those problems. Once you get to that day, it it's in the Lord's hands now. It's in the good Lord Almighty's hands. You know what I mean? Just let it go. There is no more decisions to be made. There is no more caring to give. You are in charge of sitting on your pretty little ass and getting dolled up, feeling great, um, and just sort of moving through that day, really trying to soak it all in. That is your sole responsibility. Once you get to that day of, you can completely let go of all of it, all of it, and you should. 
I feel like we really zoomed through those, but that is like some of the best advice that I can give for planning a wedding. If you are planning your wedding, congratulations. So excited for you. I hope that this helps just give a little perspective, especially for those of you that are stressed. If you are, if you know somebody that's planning a wedding, give them a little grace, um, you know, give them some space and be there to help. Um, but don't ask, are you doing this? Are you doing this? Are you doing this? Um, unless you're super close to them. Cause when people do that to me, um, usually my answer is no. And then it's really awkward because they think I should be people. Not only do people like have an opinion, they have assumptions of what stuff looks like. They're like, Oh, you're, what do you mean? Like, like, I don't, I'm trying to think of a, um, example um like oh what cake are you doing like what cake are you you serving I don't know and I'm like oh well like we're gonna cut a cake but we're doing churros and they're like what and it's like things that they assume about the day that's not a very good example but that we're not even doing I I was prepared to have people's opinions I was not prepared to be prepared to have people's assumptions where they ask questions I'm like oh that question is not even relevant to me because we're not doing that who's a flower girl we're not doing that wait, what do you mean? That kind of stuff. Anyway, but um, yeah, just give them some love, give them some grace. And if you have nothing to do with weddings at all, I hope that this will give you prime entertainment. Um, And maybe you'll remember this for your wedding or for friends or whatever. Um, Yeah, we're going to be starting a series really soon that I'm extremely excited about. Essentially, selfishly, I'm trying to give myself a master's degree in creativity without actually Um, going back to school. Um, So I'm going to be doing a series where I am interviewing creatives. We're talking musicians. We're talking artists. We're talking uh, uh, graphic designers. We're talking, um, gosh, what other mediums? Any medium I can truly find, video, like everything I want it. So if you know somebody who's particularly creative that would be good for this role, go ahead and DM me on Instagram. Um, Go ahead and DM me. I'm a little bit better at the my personal Instagram DMs than the Attainable Podcast ones shoot me their Instagram handle and I'll reach out to them because it's going to be super fun. So that's going to be starting very soon. I'm so excited. I'm going to have some really cool people on people that are new to me. And then also some of my very creative friends, which is very exciting. Um, I hope you have the best week ever, a fabulous, fabulous time. And I hope you're well, wherever you are. And I will see you guys next time. Bye.